0: Welcome to a Podcast Bonus Edition. This is the Falcon and Winter Soldier Episode 3 Spoiler Talk. Let's go. Alright everybody, welcome to our Episode 3 Falcon and Winter Soldier Spoiler Filled Talk. It was another great episode and I can't wait to dive into this. But before I do, I want to welcome my co hosts my friend D. D. how you doing? Good. Always love me some
1: fucking Winter Soldier,
0: so I'm happy. Yes, indeedy. And my other friend, Chris. Chris, how you doing?
2: I am good. How are you guys tonight?
0: We are great. Thank you for asking. All right, gentlemen, let's dive into this juicy episode. Let's start off with... D. what do you think of the first 10 minutes?
1: I like that little commercial they started with for the... GRC, yeah. yes, Global <laughs> Repatriation Council. Uh, uh, it was, it I, was a nice did, little did, did, segue.
0: Did it remind you? Did you remind you of the WandaVision commercials a little bit?
1: I guess so, in a yeah. sense that it seemed professional, and it was kind of like overdone and cheesy. But then again, <laughs> I know a lot of like. <laughs> patriotic commercials like that it makes me
2: wish i blipped out and then i came back to this beautiful commercial i'm like oh everything's fine after five years of being nowhere you know
0: yeah it's funny because they you know make it sound like they're gonna help everybody but you know in reality are they really getting helped but uh, yeah it just right away when i saw that commercial just it kind of made me feel like I was back at the uh, the WandaVision TV shows. Like, wait, are, we're done with commercials, are we now? <laughs> like, uh. but anyways, D, what what do you think about uh, after that commercial? The first ten minutes.
1: I like how they did it because it was nice and like peaceful, and then it cuts to uh, John Walker and just storming <laughs> st- storming the facility where they think Carly was, and just like holding people up and they're like, do you know who I am? It's kind of like. If Ice oh. did a commercial, and then it cut away to them storming, yeah. <laughs> storming like apartment buildings and whatnot. So it was a good little, good little sequence. At this point, it's kind of making John look like a jerk. But in reality, he isn't really doing anything wrong still. He's going mm-hmm. after terrorists, and then someone spat in his face. So then he freaks out and doesn't even hit him. But I know a lot of people would be like, "Oh, look at him! He's aggressive and he's using his power and he's just, he's just throwing his weight around." But he, he did he did what I would do if he got spat in the face. He'd get upset. But he's he's starting to get a little Anybody frustrated and showing.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, you can see that little bit of that anger bubbling to the surface yeah. a little bit, right? And I think we're all waiting for that one big, you know, like what's that push moment be? where he's just gonna. Yeah, I just flip the lid and then we were like, oh, there we go. That's the John Walker.
2: Well, and that's the yeah, thing I'll... is, sorry, that scene where he yells out, do you know who I am? It was like flaunting his authority around. You know, it's yeah. using yeah. that power. Which well, he did that America last cuts.
1: episode too, when he got uh, Bucky out of like holding. Like now but he's he like wasn't... clearly just throwing his weight around. He's kind of abusing his power in a little way.
2: But at this this episode, it was more dominant and less yeah. like, "Hey, you know, I got you." Out. Hoo, hoo 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 And this time, it was just like, "You know who I am, so you need to do what I say." You know, it's power. No one ever
1: uses better. that line peacefully. <laughs> it's like, "Oh, do you know who I am?" By the way, no, they always use it as a scare tactic, and yeah. it chilled here.
0: And to me, it reminded like when he said, "Do you know who I am?" It's like this power trip that he's starting to begin to develop. Yeah. You mm-hmm. know where it's not about the shield; it's about him uh, more than anything. And but he's using that, you know, that opportunity, that name, Captain America, as a way to throw around. You know his his so called new power. Mm-hmm. You know he. It's funny because he doesn't have, or we don't know, but we think he doesn't have any super soldier serum and actual power, but. You know, he acts like he does. You know, he acts more authoritative than Steve ever did in in that role. You know, so and he's just starting off, too. So it's it's crazy how fast he's ramped up uh, who he is from the day that, you know, from the episode where we got introduced to him, where he was just, you know, a good old American boy, you know, went through the army, did all the good stuff to just donning the suit, you know, for a brief time and already have this sort of chip on his shoulder attitude you know thing about himself and trying to tell everybody you know do you know who i am it's it's pretty crazy how fast it's ramped up did you guys notice that how fast it ramped up or did you think it's just it was you know a normal thing for him no it's fast but i
1: couldn't tell if it's because there's only so many episodes that they have to speed run through this and this is going to come up later in another scene i thought the same thing but yeah it kind of hurts it in a way the episode should have been more there should have been more episodes in the season to progress his character yeah. development further
2: exactly what, you? what, what you think, i was Chris? gonna say it's it's annoying that it's only so many episodes long and you know it could be a great possible series to continue but you know there was progression in wandavision but it seemed like it happened so naturally where in here it just feels like it's a little forced Rushed. it's yeah so you you got this yeah, guy i who's felt the same way yeah happy-go-lucky and now he's being a dick. you know it's uh <laughs> <Yeah>. i <clears throat> and that's the thing with this character i first learned about him in falcon and winter soldier and with his backstory, I just want to know more. I want to know the regression on why he is the way he is. I'm just that curious person. So, who knows? Could we see something that spins off to a separate series about Walker? I could see it I happening. Mean, maybe. I
0: mean, it's all about you know making money for Disney. If they find that this is a viable option to spin off something, they'll do it. Mm-hmm. There's no doubt about that. They need content, so... Yeah, we'll see what you know how this comes about. But uh let's uh so you know, he gets no success there. I suffer a big hawking spit in his face. And then um you know, he see his buddy trying to tell him that we need to find a different method. Uh, we fast forward to you know where we left off in the episode two cliffhanger where they go to visit Zemo mm-hmm. and you know they're walking in and Bucky basically tells Falcon that you know, let me do this because You're an Avenger. He knows me as the Winter Soldier. Things are going to get better, you know, accomplished here if you let me do it and you kind of go away. And, you know, Falcon's just like, what are you talking about? But, uh, you know, at the end of the day, Falcon's like, okay, you know what? This is the first time I've seen the two of them in the show so far working really well now in sync. Mm -hmm. You know, their respect, it's nice to see them because, you know, they're always arguing to this point, but it's nice to see the two of them saying, you know what? I concede or you make a good point, let me back off, let you take over. It's nice to see that now develop me because before it was just all you don't know what you're talking about, no, you don't know what you're talking about. So finally, you know, this is the first moment we get to see the two of them kind of understand each other from their background and you know allow that you know the other person to kind of take the lead because of their experience. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was very interesting. I don't know if you guys caught that um it's a small small little thing but to me it was like okay now there's some teamwork here yeah you know what did you guys think of that like how you know one of them backed off yeah they're getting better
2: yeah it was great because in the first two episodes we've seen the funny side of it and especially in the second episode you know it's amazing what soul gazing does for a couple uh, <laughs> <Soul kiss. laughs> it, it brought them so you're so... saying the therapy worked huh hey you're if, saying it worked <laughs> it, if it ha- if it worked in one episode hey maybe i should try it in real life you know <laughs> let's make things awkward but it's it's great to finally see them like connect more as a team you know kind of being on the same page and they just you know there's a few times in this episode where they made that eye contact like yeah i know what you're talking about yeah, I don't even have to say <laughs> yeah. it. You know, it, it was, it's nice to see that.
0: Yeah. All right. So we, we get into the chamber area and you get Zemo coming out of the shadows. And what does he say, D? Logging, rusted, 17, daybreak furnace. <laughs> Look at you. I, I had a feeling you would know all of them. <laughs> Ready to go. <laughs> see how our teamwork works? We know each other here. <laughs> So yeah, it's so cool to see him sort of spit out these you know um, controlled uh, words that they used on him back when he was Winter Soldier, you know, to get him to do certain commands. But uh, you could see a little. He- I was really, I was looking right at Winter Soldier. I mean, Bucky, as soon as he said these things, to see if he hesitated. Yeah. But you know, like Z- Zemo comes up to the window, goes, you know, he just looks at him, it's like, yeah, I think you're. You're cured. I think you're out of that little coma, you know, mind trip that we had set up on you. But uh, yeah, it's just interesting to see that. And then you get Zemo, um, you know, basically talking to him about, you know, how their interaction was. And then you see Bucky coming back to this whatever underground garage or something to Falcon and kind of giving his some uh, story as how. You know, a lot of people. You know, I I did check out on the internet. Some people liked it, some people didn't like it. D, what are your thoughts <laughs> of that whole process? Because I know you had some interesting things. Oh, about, I
1: I hate there. this trope. Like I'll tell you, like <laughs> <laughs> I like how it was done. I like how it was done. Like he comes it's back.
0: A strong word there, hate. <laughs> yeah, I hate it.
1: He comes back to this garage that you're talking about, and then he's like, "Let me, Bucky's basically like, okay. Let me let me throw a hypothetical at you." What if I did this and this and this and it's basically a recap of how Zemo is breaking out of prison because Bucky aligned all the pieces there and there's nothing I hate more than when the superhero or hero of the story decides he's so desperate he needs the villain's help so he breaks him out of prison like oh come on you're just asking for trouble.
2: But that's just, what keeps uh, oh. it interesting.
1: <laughs> oh, it's so it's oh, I hate it. What, do you, what about you, Chris? What do you guys think?
2: Uh, I thought it was great the way he was talking about it and as it was going on in the show. I didn't mind it. I liked it. It was good. Um, no complaints.
1: Like, it was executed perfectly. Like, I'll give it that. Yeah.
2: You know, it's not like, you know, other shows where they could have just, didn't even show all that and he's like boom he's out you know i've seen it broke him out here we're here now yeah exactly but how did you do it you know no time to explain let's go (laughs) they do that
0: i just (laughs) want to know how he how he got the key into the book was one of the guards slipped it i would have liked to see that part yeah everything yeah everything after that was fine with me the fact that how he got that card into that book i wanted to know how that happened did the guard slip it into his room when zemo was taking a shower or something like (laughs) <laughs> you know, like, how did that card get into that Machiavelli book? I just wanted to know that part. That was the only thing that bugged me in that whole sequence. But, yeah, it's a t- typical movie sequence you see that where somebody's summarizing. How- it's like, you know, Ocean's uh, 13 or 12, whatever what number they're on. Mm-hmm. It reminded me of that a little bit where they're just talking and the, the sequence is happening as they're narrating it, right? So, yeah, I didn't mind that at all. I thought it, I thought it was fine. But just wish ha- ha- I would, you know, would like to know how they got that key card in there without Zima knowing. So, yeah, so we we get, you know, he gets into the garage there. Ugh. And this is where I thought it was the fun part where Baron Zemo shows up. You know, like, he's just like, they turn the lights on and all these exotic cars sitting there. And they're like, what? What's going on here? How, how did you get all these cars here? <laughs> and he's like, oh, you ain't seen nothing yet. And they get in the car and then they pull up to this private, you know, jet there. And, and they're like, what is going on here? Who is this guy, right? <laughs> and he's like, "Guys, I'm Baron for a reason. You know, my family was loaded until you guys came and crashed the party." <laughs> but he was, I still got my jet. And then, you know, A.K.A. Alfred shows up out of nowhere, right? Oh yeah, I like, like him. <laughs> he's adorable, Alfred or Jarvis, uh, Jarvis, whatever you want to call him, right? Baron Zemo's version. Um, yeah, what did you guys? Did you guys find it funny that he's got all this wealth that nobody knew about? Well, I did find it <laughs> funny just, how
1: they're like. Oh, great. Now Grand Theft Auto is being added to the list. He's like, what are you talking about? These are my cars. <laughs> like, I collected these. <laughs> my family collected these. So yeah, it was, was kind of cool. And the whole, my name is Baron Zemo. It's not just a moniker. That's his actual like title. That's what he was. And a lot yeah. of shows do this where it's like, oh, I'm Doc Spectrum. Are you a doctor, though? Well, no, but that's not the point. I got these powers, so I can call myself whatever <laughs> I want.
0: Hey, You lay off Doctor Doom, okay? I know I didn't say anything there. about him. I skipped over Just him. Just lay off there. He's perfectly Just fine. He's an actual there. doctor, Take so I'm okay easy. with that. He's, Take he's... it easy there. Take it easy. <laughs> he's top tier in my books. <laughs> so, Chris, what do you think of? Did you find that funny? That whole sequence of Baron Zemo. I
2: honestly was kind of happy to see a little bit more from him. I was a bit worried that you know they left us in the second episode with that cliffhanger, and they would just talk to him in while well, he was in prison. And now that he's out, we get to see a little more of him. You know, even in Civil War, like there were only bits and pieces, but uh, he definitely has a major role in the series it was awesome when he was going through the cars and he was grabbing things and he goes into the one car and you've seen the mask and it's just like yes i know who he is oh that was so cool that mask yes yeah. and uh, i didn't find um,
1: it either surprisingly
2: it was a uh, paying homage to yeah. people who might have heard about him but, you know, he grabs this mask and it looks exactly like what you've seen in comic book and figure form. It's just like, okay, here we go. You know, I love when they do that. They give us something that we know from the comics and it might not be his full costume, but they do it so well.
0: Oh, yeah. Just uh, the mask alone is good enough for me. Mm. I don't I don't care for the sword and all that stuff. The mask? I'm good. Thank you. you you're trying to do something I'll take that any day of the week it's always yeah. hard to do costumes um, alright so yeah alright so they are flying off to where D and what's the significance of this place Uh, it's
1: Madripoor and it is the it's basically a lawless society but it still has an upper and lower class but it's interesting because like if you're on the run or if you need to hide out somewhere people always end up here and this I don't know, would you call it an island? This area, this country, showed up in X-Men a lot. Uh, Wolverine used to hang out here because his favorite, his favorite bar was on this island and uh, they actually reference it as uh, the Princess Bar in the background. So it's cool that they brought it yeah. up and an actual, several scenes take place here, noticeable and information filled and action packed filled. Like the, the whole the whole environment was done nicely. Like, in the comics, it just looks like a dank hole. Just drab colors, but this is, like... Okay, I can see why people want to go here. Like, I never got it before, but it's just, like, one big bar and city and nightclub scene. Depending on the areas you go to, it changes a little bit, but I never got the impression that it was just a, a crap fest, you know? Like, what did you think? Like,
0: I...
2: Chris,
0: what did, you, what did you think of
2: that? Uh, I thought it was pretty cool, and I... Th- think i might know where i want to go next year for vacation (laughs) right it doesn't Um, look cool it's like vegas (laughs) vegas but with a lot a lot more guns and uh you know and mutants yeah but what excited me about this scene is uh going back to when baron zemo was grabbing things out of the car he's like okay we got to get ready uh but we just need to go talk to selby first and i'm like why does that name sound so familiar um is it okay to talk
0: about it absolutely okay. i'm hoping you talk about it you were excited <laughs> to talk about it <laughs> i
2: know because it it it's a good leap forward into the mcu and you know this is me just getting my hopes up so we they get to this crazy amazing place and uh they want to speak to selby and wasn't that gross that shoddy had to take
1: the snake guts well it was it was smiling tiger's favorite so we'll touch upon that again after the
0: the shot was great but how about that suit that falcon was wearing
1: i love that all he needed was a
2: cane to go with it
0: oh and then they referenced smiling tiger yeah so you know an obscure villain from obviously the x-men Uh, villains line but yeah i mean that snake when they sliced it open i'm like is he gonna drink that damn (laughs) he actually drank that i'm like jeez that's crazy (laughs) Uh, down the hatch it went
2: (laughs) but uh to get back to the comment about selby which got me excited is um selby is a mutant and this is probably because they haven't really referenced mutants too much even in the movies so i guess this could be a way of mcu gearing up the fans saying you know what it's coming uh but a little story behind her she was a member of the mutant liberation she does have the power to interact with computers um their binary code she can understand and uh the thing that got me super excited is, first of all, she's a female in the show, but she's a male in the comics. Um,
0: I, are you okay with that? Because I see this quite often now. They're doing it, and uh, uh, to one point, do we say, okay, you know, enough is enough here. Let's let's try to keep these characters the same gender just because they've got history with other characters and the fights. What's well, the same with Carly know. at this point? Like, does that bother you? because it's supposed to be Carl to me I don't mind I don't mind obscure characters being changed because I don't think it changes the main plot lines of comic books that we've read for you know decades Mm -hmm. so I don't mind that but uh, to me like okay let's not change some of these characters but let's bring in actual female or male characters that can make a difference in these shows without changing the core right So I'm I'm okay with that, but I'm just wondering because I see it now more often, and they're doing it, and I I think they're just trying to appease. Like pandering is never good to me. To make sure there's enough females, or what's that? I never like pandering.
1: Like you might as well just make a new interesting character for that gender instead of just palette swapping an old one. Like oh, the Human Torch is cool. Let's make her him or her, and there you go, problem solved. We filled our quota. It always seems like they're filling a quota of some sort. <laughs>
2: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought they did a good... I thought <laughs> they did a good... Sorry. I thought they did a good um, choice in the actress to play Selby. Like, she seemed almost like a Marvel version of Cruella
0: DeVille. Oh, that is good. I like that.
2: But they could do that because they own everything, right? So it's fine. I thought it was a good switch, and you know, to me, for them switching the gender for that character, it's not like he's a well-known through people who might watch the movies. So yeah, that's the thing. Unless they cares, uh, yeah, yeah, unless they're appeasing to hardcore hardcore fans she had yeah. what maybe five minute scenes so she was dead she got shot and she's out of the picture so you know what if
0: they want to do a little gender <laughs> bending i'm fine with it it's cool so if anybody's listening and chris just told you something that happened in the show you were warned in the beginning of our episode that this is spoiler yeah filled. you said it so, so. <laughs> yeah exactly so this is spoiler fill. like you know we said So if you haven't watched this episode, go back and watch it and then come back and tune into our podcast uh, episode to see what we thought of it. And if you haven't watched it, I don't know what you're doing. I mean, just go right now. Go watch. (laughs) (laughs) And then come back to us. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Anyways. (laughs) So yeah, so she gets shot up. You know, things kind of go crazy. But just before she gets shot up, how about that phone call? That was pretty funny, (laughs) wasn't it?
1: (laughs) I love that. (laughs) It, It was going so smoothly, too.
0: Oh, yeah, I'm a bank on that. <laughs> He's like, and who calls a bank? Yeah,
1: from from all that laundering I was doing, right? <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, he did a good job to play it, and then she just ruins it at the end. Calls him Sam. Sam.
1: But overall, <laughs> yeah. Sam? That scene was pretty funny and entertaining. I want you to look up something after this episode, Chris. So, yeah. Selby looks exactly like a character, uh, Octavia Vermis, and I thought... That's who it was until they said her name. So you go look her up after. You tell me that doesn't look like her. She's from Spider-Woman and she's affiliated with Hydra. Like, I thought it would have been the greatest time to introduce her. You said Octavia? Yeah, Octavia. She's a
0: Spider-Woman villain
2: but I'm searching it now because I know we're <laughs> talking to our people out there. Oh, you know, there. don't,
0: don't mind us. Don't yeah. mind us. We're just doing a podcast, right? It's still relevant. Uh. I'm still on topic here, <laughs> but I know, I know people don't like when
1: it's too comedic. Like they say, all oh, the comedy ruins the scenes, but it's not like they're up there telling stand up. Like all the comedy, in my opinion, is scenario based. So something funny happens and as viewers yeah. we get to laugh at that but anyone in that scene will be like oh no i'm screwed like to me that was funny yeah to them it's not like yeah. a joke so that's where i stand on the mcu and and funniness i like comedy like i like those things sometimes oh, i like wow. yeah sometimes I like horror movies yeah. sometimes i like action sometimes i like thriller this is my She's... cup of tea right now so don't judge yeah. me for like that and i know people will <laughs>
2: She so could be uh, Octavia from Spider Woman. Anyone, anyone like... listening,
1: go look up Octavia and, and tell me
0: they yeah. didn't waste that opportunity. That's all. Uh, but make sure you do it. Do do it after we're done talking. Because <laughs> yes. you don't want to distract them. <laughs> Anyways, let's get back on track. Uh, so she gets shot up, you know, her two minute of fame, and then we get interest, introduced to who, Chris, sure. uh, uh,
2: Superwoman, no um Sharon Carter (laughs) the most amazing crossover ever no we are introduced to Sharon Carter that was a that was an awesome surprise because I know they showed her in the image posters that they did you just weren't sure when she was going to show up and uh it was awesome you know I, I love how you know it's not just about these two they're incorporating all the MCU that's the thing that I yeah. love about these series that they're doing so well it's not just these two characters they're how can we bring in all of them you know they've done it so well and Schneider Schneider whatever his name is can take a, a few cues from
0: uh
2: is that Zach Snyder?
0: yes thank you Snyder. Oh. <laughs> well you're gonna get some hate you're gonna get some hate mail now from some people who are listening who are big fans so L-
2: listen i wasn't
0: <laughs> it was okay, so we won't get on sh- that sh- yeah sharon no, carter don't, don't. yeah it, just yeah just just leave it at is. so <laughs> sharon carter she does not look happy she it looks mad or she looks like you know she could care less about these two and just kind of giving them just like the third degree like just talking to Bucky saying, hey, Mr. America, what happened to you, right? Like, <laughs> just giving it to these two guys. And, you know, all of a sudden, Sharon goes from, you know, goody to, goody to officer to, you know, high-end, you know, picture uh, or museum gallery art, you know, seller in some, you know, posh underground nightclub, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> You know, she's got Picassos and Van Goghs sitting in her place. It's like, what happened here? <laughs> like, this is crazy. You know, I was just like, what? This is Sharon Carter? Like, this is nuts. Did you guys, like, did you feel the same way as I did? It's like, whoa, what happened to her? She well, changed quite a bit. from.
1: That's what happens when you're not part of the core group. Like, you are, like, and it makes me judge the Avengers. Even in the comics, like, these things happen where if you're not part of that inner circle, they sometimes use you and forget about you like she was on the run for the last several years and did anyone think to like oh yeah we need to clear her name no same thing happened like now that tony stark's gone what happens to peter parker is anyone going to vouch for him like no one actually cares same goes for ant-man like he's on house arrest uh, they pardoned Bucky, yeah. but they couldn't pardon him. like all the all of these like <laughs> second tier rate characters are just getting the shaft.
0: Well, well, that's just it, right? the the pardon the pardon part is exactly it. I mean, she didn't get pardoned, but she was instrumental because she said, "I got you your shield, or I got Cap's shield, and I got you, you your wings. And all I got was nothing. You know, I didn't even get a pardon, a phone call, nothing. Here I am in you know, some island off the coast of Asia trying to survive and do what I can so pardon me if I'm not so welcoming and rolling out the red carpet and I was just like yeah exactly I, I'd be the same way too I'd be apprehensive too I'd be like yeah thanks guys for you know I'm over here forgot about me you know I was an integral part of helping you guys out but oh well I couldn't even get a stupid pardon letter. and then you got Falcon trying to get it, you know to help them out by saying oh I'm going to get you a pardon this guy can't even get a bank loan How's he gonna get <laughs> yeah a what's he going to do <laughs> yeah. well I'm just like Buddy, you couldn't even get a, you know, state capital farm bank loan here and and you want to go get her a pardon? uh, Like, there better be a scene
1: of her, like, going home. Otherwise, I'm going to be like, well, they forgot about Sharon again. There's no way they're going to (laughs) remember
0: it. I, I better see a limo picking her up at the airport and getting her a medal of, you know, bravery. All that stuff better happen. Otherwise, this is all just. Fake news. Just oh, words.
2: Well, so, that would lead yeah. into a new series, Sharon Carter on the
0: hunt for her pardon. Oh, uh, we've we've done the <laughs> agent, uh, agent Carter stuff. I don't need any of that stuff, please. Enough. <laughs> I didn't even watch that series. Actually, I watched the first episode. I'm like, yep, yeah, not for me. You, you know. Yeah. I don't know if you guys watched. No, it, I didn't watch but, it. But okay, so, so they go to. This is where it gets a little interesting. So, uh, they go to Chief. Get some information on a whereabouts of a certain someone and they go and look for the certain someone d who is the certain someone they're looking for
1: uh wilfred nagel he is the scientist who after i think eric scheme created it like he was the only other person who could recreate this thing he differs from the comics a little bit because in the comics he was he would be an old man by now but he's one of the ones who tested on Isaiah Bradley during the war. So,
0: was his name Dr. Bernstein? Or, or something like that? Ooh, the, the original
1: one? The German one? Like Erkschein? Yeah, yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah. Bernstein, something like that, right? Yeah. Yeah, it, it's interesting because in one of the canisters, I don't know if you guys remember watching the Hulk uh, end credit scene where um, General Ross goes into the local uh, room there and on the canister it says Dr. Bernstein, whatever his name is, on there as he pulls out the serum to give yeah. to. So yeah, it's interesting how, but I, cause I thought this was the same person, but it's not obviously because of the time difference there. But yeah, so they go see him in this weird, like you know, bunker, canister, I guess you call it like a uh, shipping, ship, yard. shipping ca- canister. Yeah. Shipping yard, whatever it is. And he just spills the beans. Yeah. It's
1: all about <laughs> the ego for this guy. Like, he doesn't care. He's oh. like, I want people to know I did this because I'm number
0: one. <laughs> He's like, no, 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 let me tell you. Sit down, guys. Let me tell you. I'm I, the man. <laughs> I have to be honest with you. I didn't feel like
2: the actor, the, he just seemed so out of place. Like, he seemed like this young, balding kid. And it, it for me, that it was just weird casting, I felt. I know this is totally off topic, but like... This kid's gonna spill the beans. Everything, and it was way too easy. <laughs> I, I didn't. See, I didn't see him as a kid. I, I thought he was as like a middle league man.
0: I don't know how you saw him as a kid. I don't know. Just yes, it's one of those talked. faces like, that you this can't This seems
2: weird. I feel awkward.
0: <laughs> I, I honestly, I didn't feel any weird about it at all. I just thought he was just
1: He's just a throwaway character to me. Like, a... I mean, he's important, but
0: like. Yeah, maybe. I'm not going to lose <laughs> sleep over it. So do you, um, do you remember exactly what he was saying? So what I remember him saying was
1: he was going on about how he perfected the super soldier serum. He pointed out how the other ones involved injections and Steve Rogers having to be like basically forced in that chamber and filled with the serum by needles. Anyone else who tried had to do it a stupid way and it failed. Uh, Bruce Banner and yes. his film was the worst except the worst one I can think of at the moment uh, he turned into the Hulk which I think is fantastic but for his sake it was a botched experiment so he was just going on about how he's number one and how he perfected this thing when no one else could and unfortunately he turned to dust because he was blipped out of existence and no one got to see him in his glory like he didn't get to brag he didn't get the Nobel prize he didn't get anything
0: no no, acc- ac- no accolades nothing <laughs> hey, yeah, yeah. <laughs> nothing so he's kind of he's kind of
1: salty about that so i think that's why he's just like saying like a little birdie because finally someone's talking to him about this experiment that he worked i was like oh yeah allow me to go on thank you i have an audience <laughs> now <laughs>
0: Uh, what about the part where he mentions 20 were created by him, 20 serums, and that eight were taken, but 12 remain? So, and then he says, well, the other 12, the remains, they're all stolen by, you know, that flagstaff. The flag staff, The flag, uh, smasher flag, s- flag smashers um, group. So, that's pretty interesting because eight were taken. So, we know there's eight super shoulders. Uh, two of them being the ones that we met in that fight scene at the truck but we don't know where the others are who the others are and
1: she said she has one left too I believe Carly that's not taken yet so is there room for one more person like an important person would John Walker be the one taking this thing like I don't know they drew attention to the fact she only has one left yeah so I don't know anytime they shine light on something like this it makes you wonder it makes you just ponder these
0: things. well anytime they mention numbers you yeah it makes me wonder numbers are important to me when they talk because there's the reason why they said those numbers yeah they don't just throw right? them out
1: there for any reason right no reason at all
0: exactly and that's the beauty of you know Marvel and their writing there they don't say these things unless there's an importance to it so we'll see where it goes from there so you know after he does a little sp- spiel then you got Zemo just going boom you know there he is dead <laughs> You know, the you know the guy who creates the serum, he's dead, and this is what Zemo is all about. He just doesn't like this serum at all. He doesn't want anyone to have these godly powers, and so he just kills the the one person that is able to develop this. But before, you know, he did die. He did say that, "Hey, I perfected this serum to the point where if I inject somebody with it, they're not going to be bulky and bulgy like Captain America. They're just going to remain pretty much a normal human being, but have the super strength." And that shows that it was working because of the Flag Smashers. They were able to look like regular human beings, mm-hmm. but they pack a punch, right? So it, it's interesting because now it could be anybody that they come up with in this whole TV show that could have that potential. We don't know, so we'll have to wait and see what, how that transpires. And, of course, you know, the Power Broker is mentioned there. You know, he was mentioned in the beginning when they met Sharon, about being the top dog in, in that place, uh, poor. So, you know, and his, you see his name spray-painted on the walls, uh, Power Broker. So do you guys think, I mean, I'm just going to throw this out there. Do you guys think there's a possibility it could be Sharon herself?
1: Ooh. Oh, no, I never thought
0: of that. Because how, you know, how that all, you know, after they... explosion happened they got out of there with all the big fight that happened with all the people that are coming after Mm -hmm. them and she gets you know into a car basically as some you know and then the person who puts her in the car says we got bigger problems yeah i was like who is that like who is she now like you don't just end up in like high level escort right like she had like a yeah she's she exactly and she's you know she's being you know she's got an escort team here and everything like well, where is this come from? And how come they weren't there to help her in the beginning? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> That's what I want to know is you got this escort team. That, so this could all be a setup where she could have wanted this all to happen and probably told them to, hey, don't come in yet and let me handle this and see where it just takes us and then come in at the end and then we'll get out of here. But that makes me think that she could be Power Broker. Who knows? I mean, you know, the twist would be amazing as to why she is this. But, you know, what about, uh, you know, The funny fun fact, where they get in the convertible, and (laughs) the roles the roles switched, and I'm like, yes. Where he goes, you're not gonna move that seat up, are you? No, I'm not doing that. (laughs) Nope. (laughs) And I'm like, yeah, full circle of civil war, right? (laughs) So that was pretty cool. And then, you know, yeah, like I said, what what do you guys think? Do you guys think could be possibility of Sharon or no? I mean, she did hold a
1: grudge. Uh, I mean, like. You don't just run away to a lawless city and become rich and famous there with your own personal guard without having something that people want. So, who knows?
2: Well, and look at what she said Be as she took off. She's like, I'm looking forward to that pardon. You know, once and if she gets that pardon, she won't be hunted down, so she's going to be a little more free. So, yeah, when you bring... Elvin, when you brought that up, that maybe she could possibly be the power broker, you know, with the government not after her having that pardon, she has a little yeah. more freedom.
0: Yeah, she can actually cross into the other side of the ocean and, you know, set up operations there. Who knows? I mean, let's see. Or, you know, another theory is she could be working for the power broker as, you know, as an undercover. Her, She's probably trying to do good and maybe is working undercover to just kind of infiltrate that operation. Yeah. And maybe use that as a way to get her pardon without the help of Falcon. You know, she could just throw this at the government. Look, I helped you guys solve this issue. Mm-hmm. How about you guys throw me a freaking bone here and pardon me so I can come back to good old USOVA, right? Yeah. So we'll see uh, where it takes us. But uh, so they get out of there. And, you know, D, where do they go from there, the Amigos?
1: Uh, where did they head back to? They headed back to, was it Latvia? Or was it Berlin? Well, I know Carly was there.
0: Well, yeah. So Carly and, and her friend are kind of at ease now because they just found out, word is, that Scientist Boy just got shot up. So now their vials that they have, and they're not going to be hunted down by Power Broker anymore because their vials are now all of a sudden very, very important to Power Broker. So Power Broker's going to have to somehow massage a deal here between the two and not kill these guys because they hold the last you know set of vials here for super soldier serum so they're probably you know they're at ease and you know it's interesting because they show a little bit of their backstory um where you know her i don't know was it her mom i think Who it was, was her it mentor some sort of yeah I mentor somebody that passes away right yeah she got tuberculosis and- unfortunately I don't know about you guys, but what given what's going on in the world right now, that kind of hit me, clo- you know, kind of personally. Like, I felt bad because it kind of reminded me what's going on around now in the world where people are passing away because of this pandemic, right? It, mm-hmm. it kind of hit me that way. I felt it that way. Um, I don't know if you guys felt it that way, but every time I hear about, you know, in this show about, you know, vaccines and, you know, somebody passing away, it, it does hit me that way, so... Uh, maybe it's just me but yeah i kind of felt a little bit of hurt i'm like oh you know i I didn't want to get too attached because i'm like she's a bad person i should not like her right well (laughs) yeah yeah Yeah.
2: Uh, question for you it seemed like it was very important that they had to put that scene in there of this person passing do you think maybe they possibly gave this person a super serum to well the
0: person passed away maybe oh you mean as a as the first person to inject it
2: well no the woman that was dying that um the girl went to go see like do you think maybe they used the serum on her like why why did, did they she not die make...
0: though i was in the assumption she, she ended up dying passed away.
2: oh she did yeah. die okay i thought yeah. well maybe yeah, she there passed was... away yeah Oh, okay, I thought okay, there must be some kind of importance of why they had to put that I scene think, in there of this person dying. I think that was just
1: she's really... just there to feel her anger even more now.
0: Yeah. Oh, uh, okay, yes. I, I think I think I think the the writing in the show wanted us to feel something about why these guys are moving these vaccines over to here to save lives due to what's going on, right? Cuz how um, does it I was trying to I was trying to I was trying to see what that pen that pendant or whatever she had in her hand. Oh, like the, what was that it, like a fist? fist. It looked like a feather too as well. Or something right? with know, like a, a globe in the middle. Yeah. I think it, it was a hand. No. Yeah. Or something like that. I don't know it looked really interesting. I was trying to look up on the internet, to see if I find anything interesting that I couldn't find anything, but uh, maybe there is something to that because they zoomed into that. So, you know, anytime they zoom into something, you know, symbolic, it's got to mean something unless they're just trying to troll us, but uh, we'll see. Um, so they get to where afterwards they get to that little meetup spot. Right. And then Bucky's like, I got to take a walk or something. Yeah.
1: And he sees these beebs with Wakandan. Oh, like,
0: did you guys, did you guys pick it up right away? I was like, why, why does you? that look
1: Wakandan? I didn't know <laughs> what it was.
2: <laughs> yeah. When he picked it up, I'm like, okay, it, we know this, we know this, but you know, the ones that I remember, they were kind of like a reddish beige color that uh,
0: Shiri had. This one was black. So it's just, well, hmm. every Wakanda Wakandan has these bracelets. Yeah. It's a form of communication. It's like an advanced cell phone, right? Basically. So every Wakandan has one of these, so it could be used for various things. And I guess this was used to track basically in here. She was just dropping these things to just get information. And speaking of she, he turns around and sees Dora Malage a, a part of the Dora Malaje crew, standing right there. And you guys remember her from Civil War, right? Yeah, Ayo. Mm-hmm. Where she's standing in front of Black Widow and, you know, good old uh, Black Panther's just like, oh, this is a fight I would love to see happen. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking the
2: same thing. I'm like, oh, this could be good.
0: And I have a feeling this is going to be a fight right there where Bucky's going to fight her maybe. I would love to see that. I would see a throwdown here. That would be pretty cool in episode four. Um, So now that you know she's there, another cliffhanger. Do you guys <laughs> like these cliffhangers or don't like these yes. cliffhangers?
1: No, I'm fine with them. You can't really wrap that. it up
0: in this episode.
1: There's no way to be like, and everything worked out perfectly. Like, there's always going to be <laughs> a uh, cliffhanger. They went
0: back into their private planes <laughs> and had champagne yeah. chill. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's... I don't know. I'm not a huge fan of these abrupt endings. I would have oh loved to see maybe... It, I don't know. I, I don't like cliffhanger. That is... I guess what it is what it is, right? I mean, I would have liked to see him kind of duke it out a little bit and then end it all right okay so they went and they went toe-to-toe a little bit and they kind of ended up saying okay hold on you know let's let's talk about this kind of thing here we're not getting anywhere this isn't end-
2: an episode of dragon ball where they end it in oh. between the battle
0: <laughs> i i can't believe you just went down that road don't, right now. now he's gonna talk <laughs>
1: for 20 minutes about goku and i don't want
0: to. <laughs>
2: 20 it's gonna be about 45 minutes to three hours okay but like, all right
0: next time next time in our bonus episodes we're just gonna have me ranting about dragon ball no. I'm okay
1: with these types of cliffhangers because you know something will happen in the next episode yeah. I don't like season finale cliffhangers because I've been burned a few times where they just like oh we're not picking this show up anymore and that was my yeah. last memory so <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. what a memory it is yeah huh? <laughs> um yeah so was there anything else you guys want to bring up? that was interesting that we did not talk about as we went through that whole episode.
1: Well, I noticed Carly is fine with just killing people now. Like she blew up the, was it the, uh, there was, there was innocent people in that building too. Yeah. And then she it got upset GRC, because it was like you right? had, uh, yeah, they had six months yeah. worth of supplies in there. And oh, yes. she got, she yes. got upset about that. So she went and beat everyone up, took the supplies and blew up the building. But I thought yeah. there was innocent people being held in that building too. Mm hmm. Like there were sick people That's in crazy. there there was women and children and kids they were they were basically prisoners but they were still there if i recall correctly i may be wrong but i thought it was just like
0: it's interesting because you know when you bring that up like you look at her from that sad state to i don't care just blow it up yeah and she's that. forced it's into like, what she's doing right yeah she's harsh like you know fundamentalist believer here or something mm-hmm. right She's really believing in her group and what they're all about. It's like no mercy kind of thing that's like, you don't follow us, then we're just going to obliterate you and get you out of the way. So, yeah, it, it kind of put put you right back into that lane where, yeah, she's crazy. And, you know, the, she needs to be stopped. Do you like so, her as a villain?
1: Like, I brought her up again to see if you guys even care about her. I don't yet. I, Especially I don't when Zemo's on the screen. On I'm like, now there's a villain. He has class. He has <laughs> he has an appearance. Oh, like.
0: see, honestly, he was he was the main character in this episode. Yeah, he, he stood out the most. He was he's a great actor, by the way, too. Mm-hmm. Um, I I like him. I hope that he escapes somehow, and is a is somehow a part of the MCU. He's, you know, what he is. He reminds me of Loki. Yeah, you know, he reminds me of this Loki. He's like the Loki of Earth here. He's you charming. He's needed. You know. Yeah. He, he needs to be seen around here and they're making these smart little remarks, helping out when he can, but not really helping you out because he wants something in return. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I he's would like to the see fires. him around. I like, um, exactly. I like his yeah. comment
1: where, where, uh, where Sam's like, what you didn't, you didn't like trouble man by Marvin Gaye. And he was like, well, I have <laughs> no, to agree. It uh, captures the African American experience. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, I agree with him. <laughs> That's wrong of him to say, but I agree. Like, Anytime you I was going to bring that up like, at the end yeah.
0: because I didn't want to kind of ruin that part. That was so cool. Uh, he, you know, they talk about Marvin Gaye. I, I, I'm a huge fan of Marvin Gaye, by the way, so I love his songs. Um, it's just and, and then going back to that little book where Steve had it now, you know, he has it. What about that little exchange about the shield between the two of them where he goes, you know, I might destroy it. And then Bucky goes, hey, I might take that from you. And I'm like, mm-hmm. Please do. Please yeah. do. Because you're my next heir of throne, if you wanna to, so to speak. You're you're the one that I want to see with the shield, not Falcon. No offense to anybody who's a Falcon fan here. I like the guy I do, but and you know, the other part was the funny part is that explosion when you see the vials falling down and stuff, I was wondering, I'm like, is there a possibility it could drop into Falcon's mouth by accident? <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> Where he accidentally becomes a super soldier. That'd be so cool. That would justify <laughs> my reason for him having a shield. <laughs> maybe. Who knows? Maybe he gets accidentally injected by one of these guys. They maybe. won't let him. Uh, they're going to keep pretty...
1: him human because he's supposed to represent ah. us.
0: The everyday man. Ah, can't right. get a loan.
1: He, me. he can't it find was... a job. <laughs> he's a veteran who gets all right, the that's all the... Yeah.
0: that's all the time we have, folks. Yeah, we're signing <laughs> on. <laughs> Alright, okay, so anything else want to guys add before we kind of... I, I 180'd on Zemo.
1: I remember last episode, like, I, I don't want to see his stupid face, but no, I yeah, like him now. I
0: remember you saying that. I do not want to bring it up, but it's a good thing you brought that up. Yeah, I like him so, now. Yeah, Zemo's, Zemo is awesome. He is Baron Zemo, by the way. He's the most interesting man on Earth now. He has to earn that title <laughs> so in my
2: mysterious. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Alright, okay, um, so... Just to let you guys know that you know you can catch this episode on a lot of uh, platforms. We're on iTunes, we're on Spotify, Podbean, pretty much everywhere you find podcasts. We're also going to be on Amazon Music as well. What? So if you've got an Amazon Prime account, you can actually go on Amazon's podcast section there and check us out very soon. We're going to have that probably this coming week. So that's another place you can get our content. You can go to our social media uh, at AstonishingNR on Instagram and Twitter. And you know, send us information, uh, some messages, like things that you want us to talk about. We do have a regular episode that we do once a week. This is obviously uh, centered around the Falcon Winter Soldier TV show, and we do this uh, right after the episodes air. So you know, with the, you know, with that being said, you know, wherever you are on the world or in the universe, have yourself a good morning, a good day, and a good night. Bye bye. Bye guys. Bye guys. Yeah. Bye. See ya. Bye.